1: down in political history. Yeah. Just keep fighting. Keep fighting. God wins. We love, real
2: New Florida Governor Ron DeSantis making a South Florida stop this morning at Miami's Freedom Tower. We are live on air and always streaming on CBS News Miami with the CBS News app. Good afternoon. I'm Maribel
0: Rodriguez. And I'm Candice Gibson. The governor announced additional funding for the Freedom Tower. CBS 4's Deborah Suverin is live in Miami with more on this new plan. Deborah.
3: Yeah, that's right. Candace and Maribel, that's one of the things he announced today. He also told us about new legislation that he signed, HB 395, that would make November 7th in Florida throughout schools across the state, uh, honoring victims of communism day. Now, HB 395 will require all high school students to learn about communism, more specifically the atrocities committed under communist regimes like Joseph Stalin and Fidel Castro, which were Examples the governor used today. Now, Governor DeSantis spoke along with several other local leaders, including newly appointed Florida Commissioner of Education Manny Diaz, who said this legislation was needed to keep future generations informed.
1: Today, uh, I am signing HB 395, which will officially designate November 7th as Victims of Communism Day to honor the more than 100 million people who have fallen victim to communist regimes across the world. We want to make sure that uh, every year, uh, folks in Florida, but particularly our, our students, uh, will learn about the evils of communism.
3: And as you mentioned, Kendis and Maribel, the governor announced that $25 million in funding has been appointed for Freedom Tower. Now, those funds will be used for repairs and also to update some of the exhibits that are inside. We're live in downtown Miami. I'm Deborah Suverain, CBS 4 News.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, is there anything greater than to see a governor who actually loves his people? A governor who actually cares For the people that put him in that seat to lead their state to prosperity. I wouldn't know anything about that because I have a massively rhino influenced governor here in Chris Sununu. And although Chris Sununu has done some good things, he is still a rhino. You can put lipstick on a pig or a tuxedo on a turd all you want. It's still a pig. And it's still a tuxedo. And a turd. And lipstick. Anyway, folks, you're locked and loaded right here, live from America. God bless each and every one of you. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die Granite State of New Hampshire. I thank you so very much. Not only for the opportunity to do this show, t- the show is so much more than a news show. It is a growth period. It is a mission from God for all of us. And it's just, I I not only thank you for the opportunity, but I also thank you for funding. Funding Life from America. Funding this as a job for me and my family. We could not thank you guys enough. This is far more important than me working for an IT company and doing backyard rants, although I do miss them. We will be bringing back the Backyard Rants to Getter only. I will share the live Getter out to Telegram, but from now on, Getter will be my go-to source for live Backyard Rants. We will be starting Coffee Talk once a week, which will be on Locals, and we will be doing (coughs) two Telegram live phone calls for all the people who follow the Telegram page uh, as well twice a week. We're about ready to change things up here, folks. We're going to be getting a lot more guests. We're going to be making a lot more uh, of a difference. And we're going to be doing some damage here to the Democrat Party and the Rhino Party here in New Hampshire. So thank you all for being here. Big shout out to Governor Ron DeSantis. Big shout out to all the Floridians out there who are, are keeping a man like that in the lead and in charge there to show us all how we should be doing it in each and every state. Look, Ron DeSantis is in the lead. Carrie Lake might be right up there with him when she becomes governor, but there's not too many other governors out there who are doing things on a level of a Ron DeSantis. So big shout out to him, of course. Um, We've got uh, um, a great guest tomorrow. We've got Mike Lindell hopefully coming this week. We're rescheduling Carrie Lake. Uh, We are going to be getting um, Lauren Boebert on And as well as Madison Cawthorn, we're going to be bringing back, of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And we are going to start doing constitutional corners again. We wanted to change that up a little bit on how that was going. Uh, We'll be bringing that back. Don't worry. We just had to go through a lot of different, uh, a lot of upgrades and changes here uh, to how we do things. And uh, I do want to remind you guys, if you do go to the Live from America store on JeremyHerald.com, uh, it's a great way to help. It's a great way to help fund the show if you don't want to be a donor or, or a monthly donor. And if you spend 100 bucks, you get a free LFA t-shirt. If you get if you spend 200 bucks, you f- get a free LFA uh, hoodie sweatshirt. And we're going to be also doing a, a whole bunch of other deals. So thank you guys all. I appreciate it. I want to do some live shout-outs. So if we can jump over to Getter first, I'd like to say hello to Dale Doc. He said, I watched David Brody with Jeremy on this morning. Awesome. Thank you, Dale. That was a great honor to be on with David Brody. David also works for the Christian News, uh, Christian Broadcasting Network, and he interviews President Trump a lot. So it's great, and it was an honor to be on there with such a, uh, another Christian, uh, a new show, host show, show host, and... Um, I think it was a great interview. We will be posting that for everybody to see, hopefully, today. Big shout-out to Burke04. I'm recovering from my mastectomy, y'all. God bless you, and we will be praying for you. Bree K is in the building. How you doing, girl? And Vicki Vale. And one more here. Let's give it to Miguel Ortiz. He says, Pastor Jeremy, we love you. Have not heard that before. I've heard I love you, but not Pastor Jeremy. I'm no pastor, ladies and gentlemen. I just speak from my heart, and from the gospel. Amen? Now we're going to jump over to Rumble. We see Carla Reynolds in the building. How you doing, Carla? Lucy Barcelo, God bless you. Thank you so very much for all the platforms you actually follow me on. I see you on multiple. C Ward 1, do you have the Pledge of Allegiance in adult size t-shirts? Not yet, but those are coming. Right now it's only toddler up until, I think, uh, 16 years of age. Judy from Illinois, how you doing? Good to see you. I'd like to say hello to Kathy from Central New York, the Finger Lakes region. Folks, we did get a lot of mail yesterday, too. We've not had a time to open everything and go through it. We will open it today, and for all the people who sent uh, presents, we will show those tonight. Alex watching from Kansas. Good to see you, my friend. Looking fresh, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. And one more here. Let's give it to tazzy lady good morning how you doing good to see you and one more from baltimore thank you i appreciate it god bless barbara peters god bless god bless jim peters and god bless our friends who've been here from the very very beginning let's go to the lord's prayer today folks it's a good one and we titled it are you too busy for god are you too busy for god while we get into this please copy that rumble link And don't just share it to your wall, share it to your messenger apps, whether it's on True Social, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are, share it to your messenger apps. Go right down through your last few messages and pop in 50 shares. It's always good. Here we go. Are you too busy for God? And I said, good morning. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day today. I said, you're reading this and I'm typing this. That means we are together. Praise God. There's a lot of people out there who feel really lonely today. I can feel it. I can feel it through the camera. I can feel it through the airwaves. I know it's out there. We are together. You're never alone when you're here together with all of us twice a day. In this rat race of life, we tend to forget our most basic duties and needs. We need to rest our bodies, and we need to rest our souls in the shadow of the Lord. So let's break this down from Jesus' point of view, shall we? Verse of the day, Mark 6.31 says... And he said unto them, come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. For there there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. Jesus often separated himself from others so he could spend time with the Father. Here we see Jesus calling his disciples apart for rest and leisure. Many zealous Christians have neglected the needs of their physical bodies and have cut their ministries short through death or severe illness. Likewise, many have failed to take the time to be still and know God. This will also cut your ministry, sh- ministry short through non-effectiveness, and we get that from Jesus calling. Mark 6.31, by the way, I forgot to say. Mark six. 31 is where we're pulling that verse from today. I want to to paint a picture for you and let me know if you are familiar with this, okay? Close your eyes for a minute. Now listen. Daddy, daddy, look what I did. I made a picnic for my stuffed animals. Not now. I just got home. Give me a few minutes to rest, will you? Now open your eyes. How many of you have done this before with your children? How many of you have seen this before with your husband maybe doing it to your children? The problem with that is you never actually get around to stopping for just that one minute and giving them the attention that they are seeking. And it's not just attention. It's bonding. It's love. It's compassion. And kindness. All of that You are foregoing. Jesus wanted to rest, and he wanted rest and relaxation for him and his disciples, but the people followed and showed their need for Jesus' ministry. He showed compassion on them and preached to them as they needed. Even though they were dead tired and needed a break, he did this. That is how we need to be with our loved ones. We cannot be too busy for God, meaning God delights When we show compassion like Jesus did in that moment, God delights when we sacrifice our time and give to someone else, no matter how much we deserve some alone time. Same thing goes with the word of God. We can never be too busy with work or anything else to spend quiet time with God. After all, he is the most important person in our lives by far. Let's work together. To sacrifice our time to show others love, attention, kindness, and compassion that they need. And for all you men out there that are watching, I know only 20% of our audience is men. But for all you men out there, and maybe you women can share this with your husbands or your sons. For all you men out there that claim to be the head of your household, make sure that you are acting like the ultimate man Jesus Christ, be like him in all that you do, sacrifice literally every bit of yourself for your family and your loved ones, and let me tell you, ask absolutely nothing in return, nothing, you have everything you need in your Father and with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. You don't need attention from your children. You don't need attention from your wife. It would be nice. It would be wonderful to have your children come up and tell you how much they appreciate you or how much they love you, but you don't need that. God gives you that. You are a man. Act like it. Sacrifice every bit of yourself For the people that you protect and the people that you love and the people that depend on you. And if you can't do that, then you need some soul searching, my friend. And I'm telling you this from experience. Do not, do not get upset over petty things. And that is the verse of the day. And we pray in Jesus name. Amen. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And let's go to the Lord together as we say the Lord's Prayer. From the young children who are watching this now and later to the the oldest person that's probably watching this, 90, 100 years old or more, let's all work together and say the Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Man, I know it's hard out there. I do. And I know it's hard to be a man, a straight white male or a straight black male, for that matter, a straight man in this country. It is hard today. And I know a little bit of appreciation and love goes a long ways from others. But again, you don't need it. Toughen up. You're a man. Act like it. Here we go. Let's get to the first and foremost section. Lift up your cups. If you have not shared the video, I'll ask you to please do so. Let's get back up to that nine ten thousand 10,000 rumble uh, number that we used to see. And let's have our slurp. Big shout out to the Roku and the Fire Stick audience as well. I already see we got about 100 people watching on the LFA Facebook page. If you have Facebook still, get that page out there and let's grow that big too. Here we go. At this point, at this point, The Supreme Court absolutely must overturn Roe v. Wade. They cannot go back on this opinion that was, quote, leaked now. This absolutely has to go through. Okay? If they do not, if the Supreme Court does not overturn Roe v. Wade, then its legitimacy is finished, and so is the nation that our founding fathers created. And the opposite is also true. Not only that. The Supreme Court justices that are there now. The last thing they want is a, is a packed Supreme Court. They love being the few. They love being the few with that much power. They do not want to be watered down. If they do not overturn Roe v. Wade now they will be exactly what I just said, watered down. They will probably, the legislation will probably try to pack them either way, but they need to stand on this and they need to not back down. Thank you for the rumble rants coming in. I appreciate you so much. Let's get into this story on how the Supreme Court's decision must, must be to overturn. Just as slavery And its lingering effects scarred America for centuries. The national sin of Roe v. Wade has weighed our nation down with the shame and the devastation of legalized mass murder. Now, I want to make a statement to the Black Lives Matter um, uh, organization out there that really does not care about black lives, that only is used as a puppet by the Democratic Party to raise money for Act Blue so it can distribute that money throughout its Democrat candidates. However, to the Black Lives Matter chapters out there, let me ask you this. Do you know that more black babies have been aborted than were in the United States When Roe v. Wade was passed, do you know more black babies have been aborted than there are black people in this country right now? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And the reason why I'm accentuating that question with so many actual question marks is because do you not understand that the entire population of the black community in the United States of America would be dead if Democrats had it their way or if you did not serve a purpose to them to vote. There are more black babies dead than there are living in the United States of America right now. Our entire black population is dead. Dead. Because of Democrats and because of uniparty Rhino Republicans who are too afraid to stand up for life, too afraid to stand up for God. Just as slavery deeply challenged the patriotism of those scarred by that evil regime in America, so as the unconstitutional and morally abhorrent abortion regime in America. Also, Just as slavery plainly contradicted the philosophy and the law of the American founding fathers who wrote, all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain unalienable unalienable rights, and among these are life. Come on, man. You know the thing. Well, so does Roe v. Wade, which even leftist scholars agree is a garbage decision and was a political decision. Forty years ago, 50 years ago, whatever it was, just as slavery created a constitutional crisis that existentially threatened America, so did Roe V. Wade. The attention on the protesters using violence and intimidation to retain a clearly unconstitutional and clearly immoral court um, uh, decision has obscured um, has obscured that if the Supreme Court does not overturn Roe. Its legitimacy is finished. You and I already think that the Supreme Court is finished. But if they don't do this now, if they allow these protesters and these, 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 these demonic, possessed wackos in the streets drawing coat hangers with chalk on the streets, if they allow them to intimidate their decision, their legitimacy is far, far, far over. At that point, after decades of fruitlessly investing in keeping as many courts as possible closer to constitutionalism, the right will fully agree with the left that the Supreme Court is an illegitimate, utterly politicized institution, as we've been talking about. For its highly politicized decision like Roe, its companion, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, and others, such as... Uh, such as those sanctioning the New Deal, starting with West Coast Hotel Company versus Parish, that have undermined the court's legitimacy. The court maintains legitimately precisely in doing its job of applying the law faithfully instead of taking politics into consideration. Now, those of us who have been willing to admit what abortion actually is, those of us who have not been afraid to stand up For God and for the rights of humans, those of us who have not been, who have not shied away from showing what actually happens during an abortion, no matter how graphic it is, the talking or the taking of human life is exactly what abortion is. It is the taking of human life, and that is not for any one of us to decide. No individual, no corporation, no illegitimate group, no illegitimate president, no legislature. None of us have the ability to to decide that. The potential overturn of Roe v. Wade is a massive opportunity to overturn a horrifying evil and therefore to do great good and to do God's work. The opportunity to do great good is a strong and previously unavailable motivator. It would be a huge energizer for those who have resisted the uprising uh, 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 of uh, of left-wing communism and indoctrination. And it would be a huge energizer for those who have resisted the usurping regime's massive efforts to get us to stop seeing and talking about what we have seen that regime do to our nation. And I'm talking about the baby-killing regime. It would be the fall of a great spiritual Berlin Wall inside our nation. Left-wing demons, let our babies live. Black, white, brown, red, yellow, whatever color you want to place as a label of my skin. Let them live. Let them have an opportunity. Let them have a chance. Let them have a choice. And that's your first and foremost section of the day. I'm going to go ahead and take a slurp of coffee. I believe that I have earned one after that. Lisa, God bless you and thank you guys. Make sure you get your armor of God. Tumblers, hold water, whatever you want in these. This is another way to spread the gospel. This is another way to start conversation. This is another way when people at your work who are pro-abortion and pro-stealing elections and pro-open borders, this is another way to set this down right there and go, and they go, what's that saying? It says armor of God. It says no matter how many people are mindlessly zombified against God's word, I stand firm. Armor of God. Let's move on and talk about Planned Parenthood for a minute, folks. Let's talk about that. As I reported last week, that once again, nobody else is reporting. I'm not saying that for this reason. I'm saying that because if nobody else is reporting on it, that means we need to be louder. I would love nothing else than for the big companies of this country, the big news companies of this country to report the things about Planned Parenthood that I've been reporting. But last week I told you that Planned Parenthood dumped in $150 million into the midterms in order to reelect or elect Democrats. And I think that's awfully funny when they're still getting taxpayer dollars, don't you? Don't you think that's odd? Now we talked a little bit about that last week. But what we are not talking about, the buried story here, is something I think even more important than that, and that is Planned Parenthood actually profits bigly, huge, huge, from getting kids hooked on transgender hormones through school-to-clinic pipelines. This is something nobody is talking about. Long the nation's chief, abortion provider. Planned Parenthood Parenthood has now branched out. Its latest endeavor? Sterilizing America's youth. That's Planned Parenthood's latest endeavor. They've made about as much money. They've hit the top about as much money as they can get by selling babies and babies parts. They know how much money they're going to make from year to year. They literally put it in their budget Now, ladies and gentlemen, they are branching out, and this is why they want so many kids to take these these, uh, puberty blockers and these hormone pills. Planned Parenthood has quietly been in the gender transition business since at least 2017. Today, more than a third of its offices, 239 clinics in more than 40 states, provide transgender services, and it's not stopping there. While those seeking puberty blockers or surgical procedures are referred elsewhere, Planned Parenthood is offering access to cross-sex hormones, promoting gender ideology in sexual education programs, and establishing a, quote, well-being center in local high schools. The organization is looking to cash in on gender transition for years to come. This is not going to stop. You think grooming from these Disney companies and these big woke capital companies is a big problem? This is hands-on in your child's face. They don't have to watch Disney in order to have access to this kind of stuff. They don't have to watch a streaming service in order to be subjected to this kind of stuff. This is going to be right in front of their faces, and the public school system is going to facilitate a lot of it. Just how readily does Planned Parenthood provide the gender confused with cross-sex hormones? Well, consider the case of a detransitioner by the name of Helena Helena Kirshner. She received testosterone uh, during her first visit without blood work or a mental health referral. Sadly, Ms. Kirshner is not the exception. Offices guarantee that patients who can receive hormones without an evaluation for their mental health are abundant. And they also promise that in in most cases, patients can expect same-day prescriptions. That is not medical, that is not sound medical advice. That is not a sound medical, physical, or emotional, or mental evaluation If you're literally giving these prescriptions same day, then you have a very watered down, dumbed down version, a template questionnaire that all they have to do is meet very, very minimal criteria and boom, hormone prescriptions, ladies and gentlemen, right from your local Planned Parenthood. And it could be from within your school. Share this video. Get this rumble link out, folks. This is no joke. We're not playing around anymore. We're as serious as a heart attack here on Live From America, and this information needs to be given to everybody. Already thousands of kids are getting hormones like this lady did. Three California regional offices of Planned Parenthood recorded almost 4,000. That isn't even... We have more people watching on Live From America on Rumble, but not by much. 4,000 is still a lot of people. 4,000 gender-related visits from 2019 to 2021. In one California region, more than 750 cycles of hormones were prescribed in a year. This uh, These numbers are not representative for California. Other Planned Parenthood offices in the state don't even bother reporting these services. So think about the hundreds or the thousands that aren't even being reported. This is why this is so important to get out. Planned Parenthood offices state that they only offer hormones to minors aged 16 years or older with parental consent, but that is not the whole truth. In California, minors may receive, quote, what they call sensitive care, like transition services without parental permissions. Given Planned Parenthood's past deception, there's no reason to think that the organization won't bend its rules for profit. Now, this might be a James O'Keefe moment. This might be an opportunity for Live From America to get into the James O'Keefe Project Veritas business of sending people that are younger than 16 into Planned Parenthood to see about getting gender assignment, um, medication and prescriptions, gender reassignment, I should say. So just stay tuned because we're about to expose a lot of stuff here as well. And this is the kind of stuff that you guys need to get out to the world. All right? What does is, what is Bannon call his people? Force multipliers? That's what we need to be right now. More now than ever. Rumble says that Life from America has some of the most engaged audience members. Well, you've heard of MAGA and you've heard of Ultra MAGA. It's time to be ultra engaged. It's time to do twice as much as we've done. This rest of this year is going to determine the rest of our lives. It's just the way it is. You say you want to be a fighter? You say you have on that full armor of God and you're ready to go for war for God? Then that's what we do. Let's move on. I've been saying that this is a civil, holy war for our children and the unborn. This is a civil, holy war. And now the satanic temple is joining forces with the demons in the Democrat Party and the, and, the, and the possessed people in the streets. The Satanic Temple will now argue abortion is a religious ritual in legal challenges. I told you Satan was in charge of this. I told you that Satan was pushing this. I told you that these people were possessed and that's exactly what's happening. And you need to decide whose side you are on. The Satanic Temple joined Democrats in their battle against the Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade. By the way, there's been no ruling there, Nuts. For all you people out there that are writing that, there's been no ruling. The Satanic Temple released a statement arguing they will fight in court for the right to religious abortion. Meaning to them, their religious abortion is a sacrifice to Satan. The Satanic Temple put out the... the. Uh, I'm not going to read the letter because it's ridiculous. But they tweeted out... That, and that's the other thing too. The Satanic Temple can have a Twitter account. The Ayatollah can have a Twitter account. Hezbollah can have a Twitter account. But President Trump couldn't. Ain't that something? Marjorie Taylor Greene can't. But they tweeted out the body is... Invio- inviolable subject to one's own will alone said the satanic temple the satanic temple said its adherents should be permitted religious exemptions uh, exceptions excuse me to f- to perform religious abortion rituals in the streets that they have put up barriers to the controversial procedure they want religious abortion Rituals in the streets. And here we are. Where's the Church of Christ? I fully expected the Church of Christ to put out a tweet in reply to the Satanic Temple's tweet, at least to show the opposing side is there, but they didn't. At least to show that the soldiers of God are there, but they didn't. And this is what I'm talking about with our churches, folks. If our churches won't do it officially, then we need to do it on official business of God. States that outlaw abortion and do not grant exceptions present more significant challenges. But the but the TST, the Church of Satan, whatever it is, has a number of plans that we will be undertaking quite soon. First, we will be suing the FDA to permit the church access to mifepristone and myfpre- misoprostol, whatever those are. I know that they're medications. I don't know what they, uh, uh, who uses them, but I do know uh, they are to perform. They are basically to kill the baby. For use under medical supervision as part of our religious abortion rituals. If the churches won't officially get involved, then we have to. Now, speaking of demonic, Satan-possessed people, let's go to Chicago real quick and let's talk about this lady, Miss Lori Beetlefoot or Beetlejuice Lightfoot. This lady, if anybody on the planet is possessed by a demon, it is this woman right here, just by her looks. Alone, just by her looks alone, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has literally, literally called the LGBTQIA plus pedo community and people for abortions to gather arms and go to the streets. Literally put out a call for arms. On Monday night, failed Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot called for an insurrection against her government. Lightfoot made a call to arms on her Twitter page. Doesn't Chicago already have enough illegal arms floating around the city and killing people? Lori Lightfoot called for citizens to rise up against the government after leaked that the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade and making abortion a state issue. She put out this tweet to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community. Why can't you just say the gay, weird, whatever community? I'm not bashing on people who have a live a gay life, but they're weird for the, the, this group, LGBTQIA plus that group. They're weird people. They're just odd, weird people who want to sexualize everything, even getting a cup of coffee. She says the Supreme Court is coming for us next. That is a lie. That's an absolute lie. This moment has to be a call for arms or call to arms. We will not surrender our rights without a fight, a fight to victory. Well, let's go. Let's do this then. I will... I will rely on my armor of God more than I will rely on your sex toys that you think are guns that don't shoot actual bullets. Go ahead and grab your little rubber guns and come out in the streets. I'll put my armor of God on and let's fight to victory. Let's just get it over with, shall we? Let's just get it over with. This has nothing to do with people having the right to be together whether they're gay or not. This has everything to do with the sexualization of our children from the cradle to the grave. So let's go. Stop talking about it and be about it. But she should be arrested. She should definitely be arrested. She should definitely brought up on state or federal charges. I mean, take your pick. But a call to arms is worse than Donald anything Donald Trump ever said. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we move into rhino hunting time, because it is time to do some rhino hunting, and we're gonna and we're gonna target a couple new stations, we are gonna go ahead and talk about our sponsor real quick. So here we go, our sponsor Anthem, and this again the reason why I uh, I, I chose to be a sp- uh, have these guys the sponsor for the for the. Um, For the show is because of their ability to be able to take, you know, like Barb Barb Naylor's kind embroidery business and actually build a a CRM that around her business so that she can grow that business and reach more people and make sure that they 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 uh, keep track of everything. And this is what this this is what this software does. And these guys are are conservative uh, owned company, and that is why I chose to do business with them. So. Let's go ahead. Do you own a small business and do you need help growing it? Cancel culture free. Then anthemsoftware.com is your one-stop solution. Anthem software helps small businesses all over America find, serve, and keep more customers. Profitability or profitability, excuse me. By providing world-class CRM software and results, focused marketing services, your business will not only grow but dominate in this highly competitive modern world. That's AnthemSoftware.com. Every business has a song. Let Anthem Software help you sing. I, I, I like that. Help you sing yours. I think that's cool. Visit AnthemSoftware.com to schedule your free demo of this amazing solution. Now, a lot of you that are on the American Strong business page, you can actually benefit from this. So make sure you check them out, AnthemSoftware.com. LFA is where you heard of it. They will help you. They'll give you a whole bunch of free advice. Definitely check them out, good people, and they're helping this business right now while we are low on donorship. So you know what? Good for them and thank them all very much. Okay, folks, we've got, uh, we just got some news here. Uh, Very sad news, actually. Somebody actually keeps trying to call me through Telegram. It's starting to get really annoying. But the actual news, a Getter family member goes by the name of Animal has passed away. Getter family member who goes by the name of Animal. I'm wondering if that is Animal Topper who watches on Real America's Voice News Getter page. I think it might be. But she's passed away. And her and her family have our prayers. That's very sad. Not, not good to get that news, but uh, I thank you for those who got that news out to us. So please say a prayer for her and her family. This abortion crap is a distraction from our southern border. Um, no, actually, it's more important. It's ten times more important than the southern border. I, 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 I respectfully disagree with that. Now... I agree with the fact that they probably leaked this opinion to get our minds off the southern border. I agree with that. But as far as it actually being a distraction, it is actually far more than a, it, it is. It is better for us to know about this and fight this issue now while we can. than later on down the road when we can't. So I agree with you that it was leaked for that reason. But as far as I'm concerned, it's far more of an important issue. I, I know I know that's weird to say and it's hard to swallow. But that's, that's just how I feel on that. All right. Now, now's the time, ladies and gentlemen, that we can go rhino hunting. So let's pull up that new famous rh- <laughs> rhino hunting clip. Here we go, folks. It's time to rhino hunt here on Live from America. Yoo-hoo. I'll make you famous. <laughs> Time to make them famous, ladies and gentlemen. Time to make the Rhinos famous. And who are we talking about? Well, we're talking about Newsmax and Fox News. Shame on Newsmax and shame on Fox News. Jeremy, what is Rumble about to do? Not sure what you're talking about. Shame on um, Fox News and shame on Newsmax. Neither of them, not a single one of them, has talked about 2,000 mules. I don't know if anybody's had a chance to see 2,000 mules yet, but literally everything in there is far more, far more in detail and proven than any court has given the time of day to even look at and see. Trump fan says the border issue is more important. Well, agree to disagree. I think children dying and not having a chance of life is far more important than that. Children are the future. We can get rid of the people coming through the border. But the children are the future. But I do like the back and forth. I do think it's nice to see people's uh, differences of opinions. But anyway, Fox News and Newsmax, not a single one of these, uh, neither of these stations has given Dinesh D'Souza or 2,000 mules so much as even a plug. They've not even said the words 2,000 mules. Not a single one of them. Now, I will give credit to Tucker Carlson because he did have Katherine Engelbrecht on his show to talk about all of the evidence and the proof that she was able to uncover as the president of True the Vote. But then as soon as she got done, she explained to Dinesh D'Souza and others that Fox News and the producers at Tucker Carlson's show basically made it a point to... Let her know that she was not allowed to talk about 2,000 mules while she was in the interview. So I went back and watched the interview with Tucker Carlson today just to make sure, just to make sure that that was the case. And not one time did they mention 2,000 mules. Now, somebody said Dan Bongino talked about 2,000 mules, but not on Fox. He does that on his own podcast. He didn't talk about it on Fox. Fox News will not allow 2,000 mules to be talked about, and neither will Newsmax. As a matter of fact, Newsmax canceled Dinesh D'Souza and his appearance on there, and they didn't even give him a reason why. And he was supposed to come on and talk about 2,000 mules. Catherine Engelbrecht was told by Fox News and Tucker's producers not to mention the 2000 Mules movie. So, my question to you is I don't care how great some of these people are on Fox News. You continue to watch them, then you are continuing to fund rhinos. That's what they are. Newsmax and Fox News are rhinos. Unfortunately, there are great people that are in those organizations that need to just buck up, pack their stuff, and bounce. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. Tucker Carlson, if you went out on your own, you would make just as much money as you are from Fox News. As a matter of fact, Tucker, I believe there might be a station out there that's willing to pay you the money you are worth to go to their news station. And I don't care who it is. It can be OAN. It can be RAV. I don't care who it is. But you need to leave Fox. You need to leave Fox. You need to leave Sean Hannity at Fox. You need to leave the rest of the idiots at Fox as well. There's a couple other people that need to leave Fox, I think, that are good people, but they're stuck there. Same thing with Newsmax. What's his name? Greg Kelly? Bounce. Bounce, bro. Get out of there. Jesse Waters. Bounce. I actually think Jesse's becoming a uh, rhino himself. I got to be honest with you. I love Jesse. But you got to pay attention, folks. When you bring people like Bill Barr on your show, and you sit there and you have a great time with Bill Barr, and you have these softball questions back and forth, and you guys are buddy-buddy? I don't know about that. To me, that screams zero integrity and zero pulse on the, nation of the, uh, 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 on the, the news of the nation, period. Or zero pulse on the people's opinions in the nation. How in the H-E-double hockey sticks Jesse Waters could have had Bill Barr on there and not take Bill Barr to task over his bull crap is beyond me. Why Tucker Carlson even allows Fox News to tell him what he can and can't say on his show is beyond me. No amount of money in this world is worth your integrity. None. Because once you sell it, once it's for sale, you'll never get it back. You will never, ever, ever get it back. It's like trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. It will not happen. Fox News is working for the other side. Newsmax is working for the other side. And every single one of the uh, uh, people who run that station are nothing but trash. And I'm saying that as somebody who used to love Fox News. But you know what? Maybe the Democrats were right about Fox News all along. I would rather, I would rather know who I'm against than to be sleeping among sleeping amongst um, uh, amongst a bunch of uh, traitors, and that's what we've been doing. That's what we've been doing. I defended Fox News. I've defended Newsmax before, and you know what it feels like. It feels like you were cheating, you were getting cheated on by your spouse, and nobody, everybody knew it but you. That's what it feels like. Wow, still talking about Fox and Newsmax. Jeremy, move on. Well, I started about four minutes ago. I started about four minutes ago. You must not obviously like four-minute-long stories, I guess. I'm talking about them because they are traitors to this nation, and Mike Lindell is right. What would you like me to spend time on? So many people. You should do this. You should do that. You should do this. You should do that. Sorry. Sorry I'm not quick enough for you. Now here's some good breaking news. I'll move on. How about we do that? Let's move on. Breaking news. Good news coming out of the show me state of Missouri. The Missouri Senate passed election integrity bill. And this election integrity bill in the show me state of Missouri will do a number of things. Number one, ban drop boxes completely. Ban ballot harvesting completely. Ban Zuckerbuck's completely. And require a valid and legal state ID for voting. Big shout out to the great state of Missouri, where they are definitely showing how it's done. The new law requires a photo ID for voting. The bill, Missouri bill, House Bill 1878 was passed last night by the Missouri State Senate. Senate Bob our Senator Bob Onder announced on Facebook that the new election law bans drop boxes, ballot harvesting, and Zuckerbucks, as well as making you show your valid ID. Senator Bob Onder broke the news on his Facebook page. I have the audio here. And uh, let's go ahead and listen to that. Oh, no. Facebook won't allow me to, so never mind. Anyway, long story short, folks, these electri- these election security bills that are be- being passed into law, they're they're happening all over the country. We talk about them all the time here on the show, and when people go, oh, we're d- they're just going to steal the election again, they're just going to steal the election again, they're clearly not paying attention to all the election security laws that have been passed in every state, which is why... The Democrats are trying so hard to get rid of the filibuster so they can federalize the elections. This is why it's so important to make sure that we encourage people like Joe Manchin and like Kirsten Cinema. It is so important that those people stay focused on not allowing the filibuster to go. Because as long as we keep passing these election and security bills, the, their ability to steal will be almost so minute that it won't even make a difference. Won't even make a difference. And almost to the point where you're going, okay, whatever. They, st- they cheated there. We'll let them have that. We'll let them have that. I only spent about two and a half minutes on that. Is that okay? Time to move on? Okay, here we go. A woman in California found over 100 mail-in ballots while walking her dog in Hollywood. Over 100 ballots in East Hollywood. Walking her dog finds a, hundred, a box of 104 unopened, that means they were mailed in and dumped at some point, unopened mail-in ballots on the sidewalk last Saturday. Christina Rapaci, the woman who found the ballots, said that she saw the USPS box just sitting there filled with envelopes. When she picked up one to investigate, she realized every single one of them were voting ballots. She said, I turned the corner and I just saw this box of envelopes. It was a USPS box. I picked up the envelopes and saw that they were all voting ballots. Rapaci told the news station that she then took the ballots home for safekeeping while she determined what to do with them. She then began sending videos of the ballots to popular social media accounts, asking them to share the content. Finally, she called politicians and the sheriff's department asking what to do. She says, I actually called the sheriff's department. I couldn't get through, so I emailed them. I got an email back from the deputy basically in so many words saying it wasn't their problem to contact the USPS. Now, we do have, we do have a quick video of this, so let's, um, let's go ahead and, and, and pull that up if we can. This is, uh, this is the story covering or the, uh, the station covering what had happened. Check this out. Walking her dog in East
2: Hollywood when she found the ballots and she says she had a tough time figuring out what to do with them ahead of the primary election. Something like this should never happen. Christina Rapaci is talking about the box of 104 unopened ballots. She found them walking her dog in East Hollywood on Oxford and Institute place Saturday. Video shows the pile of ballots. And I picked some envelopes up and I saw they were ballots. Rapachi took the ballots home for safekeeping while trying to figure out what to do with them. She says she contacted several politicians to no avail and the LA County Sheriff's Department. I actually called the Sheriff's Department. I couldn't get through, so I emailed them. I got an email back from a deputy saying that it wasn't. Well, not in so many words, but basically, like it wasn't their problem. Contact the USPS. After much back and forth, Rapache says the LA County Registrar's office coordinated a pickup with her. It was so much stress, and for just one person to get back to me, like, what do I do here? And now, if it happens to somebody else, you know, they don't know what to do. They'll put them in a dumpster, or they're just, you know, throw them in the trash. This comes as California approaches the primary election with big races, including the race for governor and senator at the state level, the race to replace LA Mayor Eric Garcetti, and the race for LA County Sheriff, with a number of challengers looking to unseat Sheriff Alex Villanueva. Every voter is receiving a mail in ballot this year, and Rapache says she wanted to make sure the ballots she found on the sidewalk go to voters. I just don't think that it should have been this hard to figure out what to do with. Legal ballots. The LA County Registrar's Office is reissuing ballots to the voters impacted in the East Hollywood incident. And the office sent a statement saying, quote, early signs indicate that this was an incident of mail theft and not a directed attempt at disrupting the election. We are cooperating with the United States Postal Service and law enforcement to investigate. I really hope that law enforcement looks into this and make sure this doesn't happen anywhere else from now until the election elections and even the primaries like this should never happen again. The registrar's office also says it has security protocols in place such as signature verification. Reporting live this evening, I'm Coco mcavoy
1: Fox 11 News. Coco, thank you. Well, there you are. there you go folks. It's it, it, and I and I would be willing to bet that this kind of stuff is everywhere. I'd be willing to bet that you'll find dumpsters full of ballots everywhere. So the, 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 the concerning thing is here is how the, uh, the sheriff's department said, hey, it's not our problem. Oh, by the way, we don't answer phone calls anymore. We're the sheriff's department. But yeah, not our problem. That's in California, though. So makes sense. To the person who called me an idiot. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on. Because the swamp and the deep state have made it quite clear that you Everybody watching right now, the four or 5,000 people that are watching right now, you are not allowed to say that the 2020 election was stolen or you will be on a watch list and you will be a terrorist. So if I were you, I would all get really scared and I would no longer say that the 2020 election was stolen and I, just like Fox News and Newsmax, call back to the uh, annoyance, um, we should not talk about it anymore. We should not say 2,000 mules or anything else. There was no stolen election. I don't want to be labeled as a criminal. I don't want to be labeled as a, uh, as a terrorist. Eh, wrong. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Hillary Clinton and half of the left-wing Democratic Party and the new Biden White House press secretary, who's a lesbian, literally in bed with CNN. Literally in bed with CNN. They can say that the 2016 election was stolen. And they're not called terrorists. Isn't that weird? Democrats have made it quite clear. You can't say it, but hey, you know what? Do as we say, not as we do. Because if you talk about it, you will get banned from fo- social media. Yet Joe Biden's new White House press secretary, by the way, who's again, literally in bed and has a lesbian relationship with somebody in CNN, Kareen Jean Pierre, claimed that Trump stole the 2016 election. How's that any different, folks? How's that any different? She not only claimed that Trump stole the election, but that Kemp stole the election in Georgia from Stacey Abrams. Stolen email, stolen drone, stolen election. Welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. Kareem Jean-Pierre tweeted after former President Donald J. Trump's 2016 presidential win, repeating Clinton's claims that Trump was illegitimately elected. Then, reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Good thing he didn't steal her hamburger as well. And there's proof of that. Just look. Jean Pierre tweeted on April 2nd, 2020, reacting to a news story about Kemp saying he only just learned that asymptomatic people can spread COVID-19. Stacey Abrams, who announced in December that she would take another shot at running for Georgia governor has repeatedly claimed that the election was stolen from Georgia voters and has never conceded her loss to Kemp. But anyway, I'm just looking at all these tweets here, and it's from Hillary Clinton, it's from Stacey Abrams, it's from Kareem Jean, whatever heck her name is. They're from all the people that are in the Biden White House right now saying the 2016 election was stolen and the Russians helped him. Even though we've now proved that wrong, they're still allowed to say that. But if you say that the 2020 election was stolen, and that Biden is illegitimate, you're a terrorist. So, all of you better get scared right now and run for the hills. Maybe the same hills that those uh, 33 incumbent Democrats are running for that are scared to run again. I don't know. Either way, the White House and the new press secretary, folks, oops, excuse me, they get the Dum Dum Award of the Day. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to the press secretary that's literally in bed with CNN. And now, folks, hopefully I didn't spend too much time on all those stories. I don't want anybody to call me an idiot again. Uh, But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do something uh, that I like to do at the end of every show, and that is give you a little bit of hope or give you a little bit of a smile. Something, something to make you leave this show and go, you know what, I'm glad I watched that today. So today I want to show you a video of a young man and his father who got a whole bunch of roses on Mother's Day and went to show the police and the people and the women and the mothers in blue how much they appreciate them for Mother's Day and how much they appreciate their service to protect and serve. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. And enjoy, by the way. Especially all you moms out there. Give flowers flower, Give flower That's for her. Give flowers
0: flower her. That's fine. Thank you. You <laughs> police <laughs> car?
3: You want to fish
0: Take a oh, picture. Let's take a picture. Say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi, cheese.
1: you never see a Democrat home doing this for people. You'd never see a Democrat father taking his son out to do this. <laughs> Gentlemen, this is what the world's all about. Hello. This, Say hello, mommy. this is what the world is all about right there. And, you know, it's nice to see our youth actually, uh, you know, taught to respect the men and women in blue. It's nice to see our youth actually being taught what respect is and showing a little love, kindness and compassion for mothers out there. And I saw him giving them to, de- to, um, to men, too. Either way, what a great way to end the show. Thank you guys all very much. I do appreciate it. I appreciate uh, everything that you guys do for me, the shares, the laughs, the cries, the raising money for people. We're sending out eight hundred dollars today. And uh, it's just we we have a good vibe here, even though I am your favorite idiot, the village idiot. I told my wife one time that I was her knight in shining armor. You know what she told me? She said, no, you're my idiot in tinfoil. So I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Anyway, folks, remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high. As you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. We got, uh, we got a gr- great uh, group of guests this week as well. Don't forget, and make sure you visit mypillow.com and thebraveamerican.com. Let them know by putting in the promo code LFA that you heard it here. God bless you guys, and I will see you tonight, 5 p.m., for more live from America. Peace out. Rebirth of America. When a long time coming, then we all learn something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First, black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. Long as I'm living in free.